Welcome to the TBD Podcast. This is your host, Allison Lassard. Let's get into it. Welcome into the first episode of the TBD Podcast. I'm really excited for this refresh. Um, it has been a really interesting couple of months, actually. So just to kind of like preface this episode and talking about moving through resistance um, by way of creativity and by just the act of creating without an agenda. It's been super powerful that <laughs> from this period actually came the idea for a new offering, for a total sort of like refresh of my brand. And it really needed time, you know what I mean, and space to come together. And the void can be a really scary thing, right? Because we like security and we like to know what's coming. And, you know, I think so many of us are trying to plan ahead. And the beauty of life and why I named the podcast TBD, one, it's like a joke because I say it constantly. And number two, you literally don't know what the fuck is coming. Because the moment that you make a plan, like they say, make plans, God laughs. Like make a plan and the universe is going to throw you a plot twist half the time, right? And some of our best laid plans don't come into fruition because it's not actually what's meant for us. There's something so much grander, you know, at play in realms that we can't exactly see and, and predict immediately. And so we try so hard to put together the pieces. And like I said, I truly believe in a, a divine plan and that one of the most powerful ways that we can open up to that, to that knowing, to that intuition, to that to those uh, visionary moments where we get sort of a glimpse of what could be or what wants to come through next is through creativity. So I'll give you guys just a little bit of backstory here. Again, this everything connects because the reason why I refreshed my branding, I redid my website, I renamed the podcast. I even sort of took away the niche because I was really focused on relationship you know, stuff before. And that will still come up because it's part of my life. But I didn't want to be boxed into just talking about intimacy or just talking about relationships because I've been going through such a big creative rebirth and a longing for art and to reclaim the artist because I went to school for art actually, but then there's so many of us that are artists and creatives. It doesn't mean that you've had formal training. You don't need to be that specific kind of artist. Maybe you are and it just hasn't had an opportunity to birth itself yet, but Basically, I wanted to move in this new direction because, like I said, make your plans and the universe laughs at you because I was trying so hard to create certain things in a certain way and it wasn't working out. And when I finally surrendered, pushing and forcing and actually leaned back and gave myself a little bit of a break from work, from marketing, from creating programs, because I went from a year of like probably creating six or seven programs, launching over and over and over again, but most of the stuff that I was launching wasn't landing. And my gosh, I burned out. And I just got to the point where I was like, all right, something's something's off. Something else wants to happen here, but I'm not allowing it to, to come through because I am staying so busy and not creating enough spaciousness and enough of that void for something new to, to present itself. And so essentially that's where the change came in over the last, um, really over the summer, I would say, because I slowed down around June. Um, and here we are, right? Two months later, I would say, after taking a real break, taking a pause and leaning into creativity, right? Like I, like I said, I went to art. I, I majored in communications and in art. So I you know, had a fine arts um, minor and studied art in college. And 
always as a kid was doing art. Like my parents are both musicians. I come from a really creative family. But, you know, buried in the back of my subconscious was that creativity is for fun. It's, it's kind of frivolous. Even if I had parents that worked in this industry, <laughs> for me, it still wasn't legit. It was like, no, that's a hobby. That's not your profession. I mean, ironically, I've had a creative business now for a decade. Everything I've done, I've created basically myself. Everything, branding, marketing, almost all of it, minus a few projects here and there. I created, so I have been a creative, creating income and working professionally as a creative, but you know, it's been a long journey and a lot of ups and downs. And so at this point, where we're at now, I want to talk a little bit about the process that I went through over the last two months and, and moving through all of this resistance by way, like I said, of creativity and simply creating. Because when I took the pressure off of myself to create a program that was going to sell and make money, and I allowed myself the time to simply create just to be a channel for, for source, like to be a channel for God, universe, source, to just simply open yourself up and be a vessel, the most amazing things can happen. But you have to allow that act it's like a devotional act when you treat your creativity in this way. And like I said before, there's a lot of people who are creative and artistic but never gave themselves permission or they think that because they don't have that kind of training or that title that they're not artistic or they think that it has to look a certain way to use those words. There's a million ways where we can be creatively blocked, right? Or blocked around the word artist or blocked around the word creative, creativity, whatever, right? And so... I think when, when it comes to the void, I spoke about this. I've been speaking about this on Instagram. If you're not following me there, I am there. I also refreshed my whole Instagram page. Like everything got a total makeover. <laughs> like a stripping away needed to happen. And a, sim a simplification in the sense of like less is more, but qu quantity over quality. Like I was craving minimalism. I was craving like a blank slate. And it also feels like this next chapter of life is much more simple. You know, it's much more honed in. It's more focused. Uh, and so for the last two months, I did a few things. Number one, I started studying, because I was in an immersion in the springtime, a relationship immersion that was based in Buddhist, Tibetan Buddhist philosophy and Dharma. And so when I took that class, it actually was sort of the catalyst to go into this void, to really allow it to happen, because it sparked something within me that felt really resonant like oh wow this feels really important this feels like actually I want to learn this I want to teach this and so it kind of set my course going in a bit of a different direction than I had intended but I'm so grateful because again everything happens for a reason and so I was having like I said last year a lot of resistance with work stuff because I was pushing and forcing and trying to make things happen and like I said once I got to the point of like total burnout like invested all my money, like put so much money into my business, but I wasn't making it back quickly enough. It wasn't coming in the way that I anticipated. And it just got me to this point where I was like, I have to surrender because I literally don't even have any more cash to, to invest. <laughs> and so it, it, it put me into this, this emptiness, like this space of, okay, stillness. I'm kind of laughing now because how can I teach meditation? How can I really truly teach to surrender and to, to accept things and to be in acceptance. How can I teach those principles if I haven't had to practice it in the most uncomfortable fucking way possible? Which is like work your ass off, invest everything in your business, hire a team, try and scale, do all these things, and then it doesn't work out. 
and and then all of a sudden things start to fall apart and then another thing falls apart and so i mean i've been through some very humbling experiences on my journey including moving home to build my business and ending up there for like six years (laughs) late into my 30s and early 40s like a lot of money ups and downs and just a lot of this void space but i feel like this last time over the last two months before launching this new new form of the podcast was the most powerful because i stopped resisting the process of being still and just being in that discomfort and i mean sober like in the discomfort not numbing out not running away not avoiding it not making myself busy just to be busy but to truly honor the stillness that wanted to happen and then instead of trying to fix it leaning into play and creativity it felt so radical you guys it felt like the wrong thing it felt like oh my god Um, this isn't productive, how dare I, who am I to do this right now when I should be making money, when I should be busy, I should have clients. It's just like it wasn't working out that way. So when I started to surrender into the creative act as a way to actually move through this resistance, it unlocked something. And so what ended up happening was, like I said, I took that relationship immersion in the spring. I, I felt this awakening happening. I have had Tibetan Buddhism in my orbit for about 20 years. So this is not like new, but when you're ready for something, it's like what, you know, when you're ready, the teacher appears, literally. I was like, my soul must be ready. The teacher appeared. Um, And so when Sydney, you know, and I went into her immersion in the springtime, I realized, wow, this is really the direction that I want to move in. But also there's, there's more creativity, like there's more centering the joy of creating that feels really, really, really important after a few years of burnout and of like following trends and, and again, maybe working with people in the industry or in the coaching industry and thinking that I had to be doing things a certain way to, to be successful. And then like, you can't necessarily try on other people's templates and make it work for you. If it's not going to work for you, it's not going to work. <laughs> you have to learn how to lean into your own intuition and allow what wants to come through your channel to come through, right? You, your unique soul, your vessel, your life experiences, your lens of how you see the world, right? And so I had this like deep yearning once I was in the immersion and realized, all right, I really want to study this um, Buddhist meditation. I want to study the Dharma. I want to teach this. And so I started studying. But then in the background, I kept landing on the book, The Artist's Way. You're, if you know, you know, like the amount of people that have come forward since I've mentioned this and told me that they have this book lying around or they, they sort of started, but they never finished it or they dabbled, but they didn't actually fully complete it. Same, like I, I, I definitely went through it at least one time, but I had that book, um, I think a friend gave it to me in 2005 and what, we're 2023. So that book has been around for a really long time. Again, I was an artist. I sort of abandoned my art for corporate life. And then I just got into this like entrepreneurship mode and I and I abandoned it. I really did. I was doing it in my branding and in my marketing. So part of me felt satisfied, but but not completely because I hadn't painted. I was a painter in college. That's what I majored in. So for me to not be painting, to not be drawing, to not be like just doing it for the joy of doing it felt really like something was missing from my life, but I wasn't giving myself permission. I felt really blocked in that area and I was resisting it a lot. And so... This book was like, I, I just keep, kept coming into my awareness. I was seeing it on Instagram. I was seeing it around. People were talking about it. A friend mentioned it to me and said she had it on her nightstand. And I just said, you know what? Let me go back to the book. I'm taking a break. 
why don't I take some time while I'm on this little break, letting things marinate in the void, because I literally had no effing idea what was going to happen. I didn't know what I was going to do next. I really felt like I was at a loss, even though, even when you have a lot of experience, like I've got years and years under my belt and tons of experience working in this in this industry, in the wellness and spirituality industry. But still, yeah, I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to be doing. Nothing's working. And so, again, I leaned away from trying to fix it. And I leaned into this. I was like, I'm centering joy. My sort of mantra for this year, 2023, I want to center joy. I've worked my ass off. I've sacrificed. I've done all the things. And it, it wore me out. This year, I'm focusing on my joy. I've had enough of the heaviness it doesn't mean that shit doesn't happen, you guys. It just means like, where's your focus? What's your intention? So that was my intention. I want to I center joy and, and more playfulness. Because again, even studying things like Buddhism, it's pretty serious. So you need a balance, right? <laughs> I do. Um, and so I picked up the book, Artist's Way, again. And I was like, all right, I'm going to commit to like fully moving through it. And so it's a, it's a 12-week book. And the more that I moved, and like I said, I've done this before in the past, like run through the entire, move through the entire book, but it's been a long time. So I said, you know what, I'm going to do it again. So when I started, so the core of like the artist's way are the morning pages. And then you do like a weekly date, an artist date, which is basically just you nurturing your inner artist by taking yourself out. This can be free. And you know, we get more into it in the book, but Essentially, you're, you're making time for yourself to, to give yourself permission to simply be in the essence of this creator because we don't give ourselves permission so many times. And then the other piece of it are three pages a day that you write. I type them because it's easier for me. <clears throat> and that's it. You start brain dumping. And as I said, and again, the, the morning pages are very like free form. They don't have, there's no rules. All you're doing is dumping thoughts out onto a page so that you're clearing the channel. And basically, you're just clearing out your intuitive channel. You're clearing the creative channel. And at times, they feel tedious. At times, it feels mundane. At times, you're like, is this working? But now having basically almost completed the process, it's like uh, my entire brand was birthed. Like this whole new thing was birthed in the act of simply creating just cause, right? Because I didn't know where it was going to lead. And I figured, give yourself permission to actually use creativity as a way to move through the fear and the resistance. And like I said, just the general discomfort of not knowing what's coming next. And of course, as per, as it usually goes, the more that I let myself play, the more that I let myself unfold, the more that I leaned in to the creativity, the more insight I was getting. And, and sometimes it comes in a wave. Sometimes, sometimes it comes in a flash. Some mornings, my morning pages felt like a total download. Most mornings, they felt like just garbage. Like just your brain is garbage. Like you're just dumping the shit out onto the page so that it's not taking up precious real estate in your vessel that wants to be used to do other things, right? And to create. And so this has been immensely powerful when I tell you that the process has unlocked something. Like I said, it's you're giving yourself permission. Using play, again, can feel so radical when you're under pressure, when people around you don't approve, when maybe your friends and family. I mean, I'm blessed in the sense that my parents were creatives. So in a, in, and even then I resisted the title or owning the artist, right? 
meaning the the essence of it, the title of it, like using that word, I'm an artist, like that felt so radical to me. It actually at one point used to make me cry. I'm like, no, I can't do it. Like really dramatic, but you know, there was a block there. And they're supportive and still I had blocks. And so it was like, that. if, I, if I'm an artist, I won't make any money. Like this is what, what I had in my mind because my parents also, you know, they had some struggles and, you know, they loved my dad, especially he was a music teacher. He loved what he did. And my dad was fine financially. But in my mind, it was like, no, it's not going to work. <laughs> you need to get a corporate job. You know, you need to go do something practical. And I've been amazed how life has just turned me back on this path. Because <laughs> there's a plan, you know what I mean? But we have to allow that plan to unfold. And so just in the act of creating, just in the act of playing more, just in the act of like, the brain dump every day and, and creating spaciousness. There was this space in my business. I didn't know what was coming. On top of that, there was space being created just to be in this process and move through the exercises and the prompts. And in this void, it started to feel less scary because I realized like we really are here just as a vessel. Like you're just a soul here temporarily <laughs> floating around on earth school, like you, you chose a body so that you could, you know, your consciousness would have a form and it's temporary. Like the Buddhists say, keep death in your heart in the sense that we're going to die. Like we're, we're going to die. It's not the scary, terrible thing. It's just truth. So what are we doing while we're here? You know, the, 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 the message behind the, what I'm studying in the Dharma is to, to relieve yourself of suffering, to become enlightened for the sake of all beings, not just for myself, but for all beings and to really exit the realm of suffering. So I figure what better way to, to balance that study with playfulness, with joy, with creating more opportunities for bliss. But again, what happens even in the creative process is that you will experience resistance. So even in my leaning in, right, and being like, okay, this is fun, kind of go through like a honeymoon period, and then shit starts to come up. Oops, then something gets activated, and then all of a sudden we're like, ooh, I have a wave of anger. Ooh, I don't want to do my pages, my morning pages today. Or, ooh, I'm thinking about this old thing that I haven't thought about in five years, and suddenly it's, it's haunting me, and I can't stop thinking about it. So resistance is weird, you know? It's like we want to grow so bad, but the thing that terrifies most people is that total, is that freedom. We crave it and we resist it. We crave it and we push it away. We crave it and we find ways to sabotage it. This is normal. So rather than beating yourself up, you know, we have to lean in and just be like, this is part of the process. But what if you were to open yourself up as a vessel? What if you were to allow yourself to create for the sake of it, just because, without an agenda? And then maybe you're led to a project that you can create that will also, you know, have an outcome or make you money or whatever. It doesn't have to look like that for everybody. For me, I knew that there was a deep, uh, there was something going on with my creativity and with money that needed to be revealed. And in leaning into this playfulness and into joy and starting to paint again. And again, this artist's way is like the most, it's, it's such a powerful tool um, yeah, I started to feel happier. And then every day it was like a little bit more joy every day. It's been like, again, it goes up and up and down, right? This, this is not linear, but you will notice that you're finding pleasure maybe in places that you hadn't noticed before. You're, you're allowing yourself to feel more joy where before you would have been worrying or future tripping or trying to figure things out. And so it has been so immensely helpful that in honor of, the rebrand and in honor of this new chapter and in honor of really embracing how powerful creativity is. Again, 
I see it as a devotional act. It's not just for pleasure. It's healing. It is activating. It is a catalyst. It is like a healing bomb. It's cathartic. It's so many things. I'm feeling like brand new. And that's not by accident. You know, little steps each day can lead you there into this new realm of of feeling and of, of being an embodiment, right, of the creator. We all have that spark to create. It's just that most people don't give themselves permission or they don't have an outlet. And that's what I'm going to be able to support you with next. So I'm really excited because next month I'm going to be launching a three-month experience where we will be using the artist's way as the framework. And then I'll be adding in meditation and support and some other tools. But this process has been so powerful that I'm bringing back. I actually hosted an immersion sort of like this, not using the book, but an intuitive sort of art immersion back in 2021. And I'm bringing it back. But like I said, this time we're going to use the artist's way as the framework. And then I'm going to add on to that. So because it's amazing. It's just a, a really powerful really powerful book and really powerful tools inside. And just, it's been so life-changing. I'm like, this is it. This is the next phase. And so I'm super excited about that. I will obviously share more this month into September because I want to get started uh, after Labor Day in September. So stay tuned for that if this is like sparking interest. I'm telling you, I think this week alone or over the last like two to three weeks, I've talked to about 10 people who said that the book is right there. The book is literally sitting on their shelf or they've touched it and they haven't picked it back up or they've been wanting to look at it. And when you have it, I mean, it's not there by accident, but when you have the accountability and the space to actually move through it and the support, um, I know how powerful that will be because for me, I'm able to hold myself accountable and move through it. But you know, that's taken a lot of practice to have that kind of discipline for most people. It's really helpful to have a space where you're supported in that. So that's what's coming next and other things too, but that's sort of what sparked the idea for this first podcast episode for TBD. Um, I'm sending you guys so much love. I'll be back uh, with more, of course, soon. And you can find me again on Instagram if you're not following me there. And all of my current offerings and what offerings are coming, because right now everything is getting sort of revised. And so you can keep an eye out for the wait list or if I do a wait list, I'm not sure if I might just move right into the launching of this experience that's going to start in September for three months. I'm not going to drop the name yet. I'll surprise you guys. It's coming soon. Uh, Other than that, I'm sending you guys so much love and I will see you on the next one. Bye.